Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. And welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. I'm your host, Marcus, and uh, today we got another guest. Uh, welcome, Northlock. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, yo, glad yo, to be going? here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. Yeah, I, I, I haven't expected to be here, but now that I am, I don't believe that I am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll be happy to know that when this is released, all three people will listen to it. You, me, and my mother. So we're going to make you famous. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Was it? My parents have already asked me to send them the link when it's posted. So <laughs> make that what? Yeah. So are, are they going to be proud of you or disappointed? It's hard to say sometimes. Eh? Oh, they're already disappointed. <laughs> they can only go up from here. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, yeah, today we are reading one story together. It is by Dan, and it is called The Omega Supremes. And you guys know the drill. I haven't pre-read this. Who knows what we're going to get into, but I think it's going to be Space Marines. Just kind of, it's kind of my guess. So we are going to just jump right into it. The Omega Supremes by Dan. The Omega Supremes are a chapter hailing from the Zalf system. Their history is largely unknown due to the destruction of their historical documents, but it is believed that they are a chapter founded in M36 from an unknown mutated gene seed. The history of the chapter that is passed down through the generations of the Omega Supremes, however, are that the original members of the chapter settled Zalf. They discovered remnants of a civilization. The most notable of these were a crumbling ruin of a temple at the base of a mountain. While the derelict building was not much more than a fallen plinth and rubble, a wall stood strong with an image of a man fighting a giant hooded ghost on the top of a mountain. Some of the chapter took this to being an image of the emperor. This ruined temple would serve as the chapter's ceremonial hall. Upon further exploration of the temple, there was an underground dungeon with the deceased remnants of a Mark II Astartes, bearing dirty and rusted white armor. He had a bite mark in his neck from what would later be found to be a fertile slow, slow worm. The mountain that towered over the ceremonial hall was explored via Thunderhawk, finding more of these Astartes along the trail up to the mountain. 
At the peak of this nine mile high mountain was a flat plateau with a huge hammer dead in the middle of it. Then the chapter master Corin Gull picked it up and became his weapon of choice. This was brought to the attention of the Inquisition who became curious of the hammer's origin and tried multiple times to acquire this hammer from Corian Garrel, dispatching members of the Mechanicus, who were always denied. But this wouldn't discourage the Inquisitor, who would plot more ways of bringing the chapter to yield. Want me to continue from there? Sure. Throughout the years since then, the Omega Supremes have battled in many conflicts, a lot of them alongside other chapters. And while these other chapter thanked them for their efforts, they found that they were not being recognized for their glorious victories as a whole, especially fighting in major conflicts such as the Gorn Retaliation and the Corinthian Crusade and many others. The chapter was not getting the respect of others, mainly the Ultramarines, which led to animosity between the two chapters. Chapter Master Ko Gaur uh, dies of unknown circumstances at one of these battles, and as the apothecary ran closer to tend to his brother, he noticed the hammer was gone, and the fact that Korn had a hole in between his eyes. He had seen such wounds before, but only from high-powered last snipers, which was contrast because the foes they had been battling in that conflict were orcs. As the battle force returned back to Zaliv, there were reports of an explosion at the top of the mountain, which in fact turned out to be the hammer, somehow returning to the mountain. The chapter then decided all chapter masters would be decided on who retrieves this hammer. So Galor trial so the Galor trials were created, where every squad of Marines would nominate a candidate to retrieve the hammer. The nominee would have been bitten by Furtworm, which is lethal if you stop moving. These brothers would then have to climb the mountain. Only few have died in the Galor trials. The chapter is not Codex compliant, although they have a very similar structure. Squads are made up of recruits from neighboring planets and moons, and recruits usually stay in groups they were recruited in until they die, giving the squads a real brotherly bond. In some battles, some brothers have been noted to drop their bolter and charge the enemy with any close combat weapon they have at their disposal. This was noted as this behavior became more regular with the same Marines, and they were taken from their squads and put into a specialized unit called Berserkers, where they were equipped with a chainsword at the minimum there have been a number of chapter masters throughout the years more than a few of them dying in strange circumstances one of the most recent was the chapter master reddell in 623 m41 he had retrieved the hammer on his first attempt at the galore trials 
the chapter were given primaris marines a bit later than other chapters as there was very little to no evidence to say they existed once they received these primaris marines they took them for their own trial not believing these new marines had earned the right to wear these sacred colors and sent them into the underground tunnels to exterminate the hazardous wildlife. These Primaris Marines' gene seed were mostly of Rogel Dorn's heritage, as there wasn't any really clear relation to any heritage from the original gene seed from Imperial Record. In 712 M41, Chief Librarian Litanus gathered all of the chapter history and stored it in his ship for the reason of taking it to the Mechanicum for restoration, as its brittle stained parchment had begun to disintegrate. Litanus had tried several times at the Garrel trials, but had always failed and invited Chapter Master Rendell to his ship to discuss some documentation. Rendell boarded Litanus' ship with Chapter Ferian. Litanus unexpectedly struck Rindle with a strange crooked blade in the chest and sliced sideways, killing him instantly, and attempted to grab the hammer from him before it disappeared, which he failed. He quickly cast a mind torment over Chaplain Farron as he heard him screaming, Bastard! towards him, instantly knocking him to the floor. Litanus launched a thunderhawk to the top of the mountain and retrieved the hammer, whilst while returning to his ship, Farron had broken free from his torment. Holding his master's body in his arms, he alerted the chapter to the obscene betrayal, and they immediately dispatched to Litanus' ship. When Litanus returned, Farron struck him in the face repeatedly with his crozius. Litanus smashed the chaplain with his hammer, instantly breaking every human and transhuman appendage in his chest. Litanus was about to take the final blow when the berserkers rushed in and cut wildly at Litanus, cutting his hand off holding the hammer. Litanus was wounded heavily and retreated to the Thunderhawk, but not without destroying all the chapter's history that was stored on the ship. The chapter's apothecary came to Farron, who was holding the hammer, with Litanus's hand still firmly grasping around it. He seemed to have caught it as Litanus's hand had left his body. Brother Apothecary, Chaplain Master Farron, we must take you back to Planistide where I can heal you. Chaplain, Fer Chaplain Farron, of all the years, I wish to hold this hammer to be the one to bring glory to the chapter. I have finally done it, but I did not earn it. For the sake of our culture, I must die. Kill me, brother. Let our chapter flourish. The apothecary agreed it was the chapter's heritage for this to happen. He put a bolt pistol uh, to Farron's head for the glory of the Omega, brother. Days later, new prospects started the Geralt's child. It took hours, but eventually the new chapter master returned. He was Sergeant Davitus of Second Brotherhood Devastators. In honor of Farian, Davis wore the chaplain's helmet. Without him, a traitor would have taken our culture. He would never have got to do this, so I'll lead us for him. The chapter from that day forward banned all psychers from their chapter, leaving a historical documentation to the chaplains of the cha chapter. Now the Omega Crusade in search of Litanus to kill the man who destroyed the chapter's glorious history. They see this as a way to finally recover any lost glory and recognition they crave. 
But Litanus knows that, and he waits for it. I did them a favor by destroying all their history. If they found out who their gene seed sires, they surely would consider themselves traitors. And that is the story of the Omega Supremes. There's some plots and twists in there. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at that last line and I'm just like, you son of a bitch. I know. Now I'm like scanning what we read. I'm like, was there any indication of what chapter they were from originally? Maybe well, world eaters with berserkers? That's what I was kind of thinking too, especially with the whole they just drop their weapon and go for close range. That's definitely world eater style. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna lean towards that too. So that's a nice little reveal. Um, you know, it could have been any loyalist chapter too, like Blood Angels. But yeah, no, a nice little reveal. So the the, the librarian litanist, good guy or bad guy? Well, the, <laughs> the hero we needed, but not the hero we wanted. It's all true from a certain point of view. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I feel like if these guys are really as proud as they claim to be of like, oh yeah, we get no recognition. This is the one thing they probably don't want recognition for. <laughs> yeah, so in yeah. a way, I see why he thinks he's doing them a favor. But at the same time, it's kind of a dick move just taking someone's hammer like that and killing them. Yeah, yeah, kind of a dick move. Um, but Speaking hey, I, of the hammer. Yeah. That, that thing was neat. <laughs> I actually kind of liked it. I yeah. liked how it... Uh, you go first with what you liked about it. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it's just kind of cool, like that it teleports back to this mountain. And I like how it's um kind of it just hmm, not sure how to say this, but I like how mystical it is with the whole mountain surrounding and everything, and how they have to do a trial to get up to it each time. Because yeah. I imagine each time a ch- like a chapter master falls, dies, somehow loses it while he's on the toilet. Um, <laughs> I just imagine them having to rush back up this mountain, but also every single time that that hammer comes back, it's just bolts of lightning shining down as yeah. it teleports back into the center. It's like a reverse volcano. <laughs> yeah, like it's a very cool image of like, uh, yeah, all these Astartes running up the mountain to try to get to it. I don't, I don't know if we should start electing our governmental officials like this too, but I, <laughs> like it can't be any worse than what we're already doing. That is a good point. I'm still more of a trial by combat kind of guy, but this also works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I'm just thinking of politicians fought, fighting each other, um, but they're all so old as shit, so it's just, it's just awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing, I like how he kind of said why they lost all their um lore and it kind of like gives explanations as to like oh yeah they were just kind of grinding into the dust by other chapters who basically just took the credit for what they did and (laughs) then and then it all just kind of ends with yeah we're just burning everything and uh, i'm leaving goodbye (laughs) (laughs) yeah And I really like that this whole chapter as a whole has like a goal in mind. Like they are going after this guy hard and I'm sure they're like claiming a tithe or two on the way. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I wonder if he has like a chaos war band with uh librarian litanus and like, yeah, I wonder if he has two factions ooh, here. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be pretty big chilling actually yeah i just like to pretend that i'm not the only one playing myself in my room with armies you know (laughs) 
I get that. I get that. Yeah. Uh, Every good chapter needs an enemy, I feel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like he, he set it up pretty good. Yeah, he has goals. Uh, he has reasons why his history kind of is the way it is. Um, pr- pretty simple, like chapter organization too. Nothing too crazy. Uh, mm. what, what do you think about the fur two slow worms? There's one line in there that said, if they keep moving, they die. Well, I feel like that makes the, uh, how do you pronounce it? Because I'm pretty sure I pronounced it Gaylor Trials. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, words are fun like that yeah but the gar or girl trials i feel like it definitely adds like a little extra to it a little extra spicy just because if they stop running up that mountain they are dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that is just such a cool idea to me if these guys just beelining up this hill the saliva flying everywhere as they going to berserker rage you're just like i need to get up this hill yeah pushing their brothers off cliffs but they're like a stardies and power armor so they kind of just like bounce down the mountain <laughs> brother why i want the hammer <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it was a pretty cool story um i know this guy did not um this is not it can't be his first language or he's really young but i really still appreciate that people are writing lore and it's a skill that you develop and you know, even though some of those sentences were a little clunky, keep writing because that's that's how you get better. I would say he I think he should expand on some of these details that he's got going because he has a lot of genuinely cool sounding base stuff down. Like if he could describe like this home world just a little bit more and a little bit more about like the creatures and stuff, I feel like he'd really have something cooking there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sent all the primaris down to fight these creatures. I forgot about that part. Yeah, because it makes it sound like this place is uh, kind of desolate looking, kind of mountainous, but there's like caves. So like each yeah. mountain is kind of like Swiss cheese looking, where it's just oh. you have these big holes and then you go down into this almost kind of a hollow earth kind of feel area. That's a cool image. That's definitely a cool image. Yeah, and like uh, there's that one sentence too. Upon further exploration of the temple, there is an underground dungeon with the deceased remains of a Mark II Astartes bearing dirty and rusted white armor. Um, oh wait, rusted white armor. Uh, what? Um, God, what chapters have white armor? Like white scars, maybe. Um, well, he also said that these guys might be heretics, so. Is there oh. anything world eaters? I guess they have white armor. Um, like their their 30k versions had white armor. Okay. So maybe that's just that one more tie-in that yeah, these are definitely world eaters. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Oh, and then that means that this hammer could be some kind of like kind of chaosy thing, too. Yeah, like it has to have some type of like warp material in it or some type of warp ability for it to be able to teleport across the galaxy back to this mountain yeah um, real good stuff this guy has this guy has some good ideas i hope he, he i hope he continues it yeah flesh out a couple more things and uh, give us a couple more details on these cool little incidents and yeah very cool and but one thing i'm also not curious about is if he continues writing will he like expand the universe as a whole because these guys i'm guessing are getting on just like a battle barge and just bum rupturing the universe to try and find this guy <laughs> yeah 
yeah like it would be cool if he had some like type of uh search squad where um yeah he sends out like five-man kill teams to like go gather information and try to actually hunt uh hunt down the the librarian and then you know once they find like a clue then the whole chapter assembles and like tries to you know really go after him yeah oh and if he really wants to make this some kind of novel-esque version of this imagine if the inquisitors like here like oh the the hammer back in back in business i see yeah 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 (laughs) um the the one thing too he's he wrote to uh so in honor of Farian, Davitus wore the chaplain's helmet. Um, so that I, I love that right away you'll be able to translate that into the tabletop, into an actual miniature. And uh, yeah, when you look at that miniature, you're going to be like, hey, why does that guy have that helmet? And then it just opens up that conversation of, oh, he got it this way. Like it was his predecessors or, you know. Pulls it, a it, folded up Google Doc from out of his back pocket. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> oh man yeah great story um do you have anything else you want to share about it or hmm. uh, again i'm kind of with uh you and our old friend um eric about the whole trader gene seed but hmm, i'm a little iffy on it but i can see the appeal i can see the appeal yeah yeah at least in this one like he, he clearly states like all the records have been destroyed. Like no one, no one pays any note to this chapter. People like somehow just forget about them. And like, you know, he's not pushing them into the forefront and then being like, by the way, we're world leaders, you know, yeah. it, it, it's keeping it kind of secret and kind of off to the side. Hmm. So, eh, yeah, I, I get the appeal and at least he's not just, uh, just slamming it in. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for writing the Omega Supremes. Um, If anyone else has stories, don't forget to submit. And uh, Northlock, thank you so much for being a Patreon member. Do you want to shout out some stuff you have? Uh, I have a YouTube channel, North underscore Lock. I make, um, was it, little modeling videos. I haven't posted in a little bit, but I'm hoping to get back into it because I'm writing up some seriously spicy lore that i'm hoping to dish out on youtube chapter by chapter oh cool (laughs) yeah yeah but actually they mentioned a a librarian in this um in this story here you want to tell them about the librarian yeah so we on lorehammer we did the liber malleus chapter and uh, you actually made this super cool like almost 90 percent green stuff uh Liber Malleus librarian and he's sitting in this like throne and like he's got this like dais in front of him that has like a hollow projector face on it it's so cool yeah uh what is it that thing was fun to make just because the little servant woman in front of him she's just like yo what's up but she's also magnetic so you can pull him out pull her out of the way oh cool (laughs) yeah she's removable don't worry yeah, that, wow, you thought of everything. Yeah, uh, I'll have to post some pictures of that when this episode comes up because it's it's really cool and it's really well done and maybe it'll just spark some inspiration in some people. Um, I can't wait to get my filthy little fingers on it and paint it up. Yeah. Uh, well, thank, thank you so much, Northlock, for joining me. My pleasure, my pleasure. 
And thank you, every, every, all, wow. and thank you all the listeners for joining me. And we will see you all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener Lores. Be, be looking forward to seeing me again because you guys are going to get a two-hour episode of bullshit. <laughs> Heck yes. I, I'm here for it, man. When you get your lore written up, one hour, two hours, I don't care. Patreon members can get away with murder in my eyes. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.